0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. Welcoming you to another edition of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me as always, it's Little Brother Jace. Bro Shad, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. You know who else is doing good? Ooh. James Cameron, because he's proving to you little people that there was, yes, indeed, an audience for Avatar, The Way of Water. It's now the number six film on the all-time highest grossing list charts. Thoughts so, didn't he say he had to be like number one to actually turn a profit though? I think he's he said that he's made enough of a profit that he will go ahead with three and four. Ooh,
1: is that a scare? I think so. Uh, I, I'm it was funny. I thought he when he said he wasn't gonna, he was gonna make some extra amount of money on the first week, I'm like, no, he won't make that, but eventually. There's nothing to watch in theaters. I haven't. I don't know when the last time I've been to a movie theater. So I'm sure somebody's like, I got five hours to kill before my kids' dance recitals over. Let me see what I can do. I guess I'll watch Avatar. Like that's the only way anyone's seeing this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just and maybe I'm in a little bit of a bubble that no one I know has any desire to see Avatar, The Way of Water, but. Eh, if that's the case, eh, I, I guess the, the my little bubble doesn't have Avatar. Blue pand- uh, mo? Oh, Pandora, I believe. Pandorians.
0: Yeah. 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 So, big surprise for you, good sir, because mm-hmm. James Cameron knows his audience. And even if it takes 20 years, they'll be back to see his next big blockbuster movie. And it'll take him 20 years to film part three. Good luck. It's so here's something that I kept seeing. It's kind of like annoyed. I always feel like when actors decide to do this stuff, hey, um, this movie that I did all these years ago, I hated it, too. And Channing Tatum is making the rounds now because he's you know hyping up his new Magic Mike movie. But he said he did not want to star in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. He was forced to pass. He tried to pass on the role seven times, not seven nine times. times, not nine, just seven times. He said that he effing hated that movie, which is true. I mean, I don't believe anyone could like that movie. It was terrible and awful. So <laughs> he said he would have been sued if he pulled out of the second one. But he did manage to convince the studio to kill his character off in the first 10 minutes of G. 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 Retaliation. Mm-hmm. Now, I always thought the weirdest thing would be why they didn't show Duke actually being dead. Like there's an attack on the Joe base, and it's just left to our imagination that Duke is killed because the characters react, but we don't actually see Duke's dead body, which is kind of weird. I mean, I guess there wasn't a dumpster for him to go under and hide and avoid the cobra. I (laughs) just thought it's so weird. So what do you think about this? Because, I mean, I can't imagine anyone thinks that The Rise of Cobra was a good movie. So I don't feel like Channing is getting any bonus points or any nerd cred bonus because he's saying, I hated that movie and I didn't even want to be in it.
1: Well, it's it's one of those things. I don't think you get nerd cred, but I think he's, I mean, like one, I think I read, it was like, hey, I actually grew up on G.I. Joe. And I know this wasn't G.I. Joe. I read a script. It was trash. I tried, I mean, the studio had me optioned for seven films. And they said, we can't find anybody else to play Joe, so you're it. It was hot potato, and they just kept passing it back to him. And he's like, I don't want it. Tossed it, he's like, no, we're, we're going to put you in it. So for him to say, hey, I had to do it, I couldn't talk bad about it till now, almost doesn't give you cred. But it's like, hey, hey, fellow people from the eighties, I needed I, I knew this was trash. I couldn't bury the movie while I was in there because studios won't work with me. So 10 years and now, everybody kind of accepts that this movie's trash. Even then when they put it on Netflix, and you're almost thinking, was that the good one or the bad one? <laughs> it and is, then you look there's no at
0: confusion it. which one is the good one and which one's the bad one. Yeah.
1: And then you look at it like, nah, that's the trash one. Like I, I just am not that bored enough to watch that and Shannon Tatum once again reinforces that movie was bad. Now, as I always say, the only reason some of us thought this might be a more a realistic thing in July Joe was when we saw Baron. It's Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got somebody who looks like Baroness. But after the next thing, you're just like, who's Stalker?
0: Okay, we're moving. <laughs> no, he's, he's Ripcord. Hey, why does Snake Eye's mask have a mouth? Why are all the Joes in black leather outfits?
1: Because what do you think this is a 90s action
0: movie? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. Um, Yeah, I hate that movie so much. And I just feel like (laughs) it would take all of two to three hours for me to come up with a good premise plot for a G.I. Joe movie and how to actually make it work. Here's just one small hit use the costumes from The Real American Hero. They're not even anything you have to work on. It's just, oh, green for certain, for the original 13 with a few accent points. Oh, and then just a black shirt and some shotgun shells for Flint. And a beret. I mean, it's it's not hard. It went out of their way, I felt, in retaliation to not do the cartoon, comic book figure. It
1: worked to make make sure Flint wasn't in costume. It was like, seriously? Beret. Like, why is he so afraid of Lady J? Like, seriously, this makes
0: no sense. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's good in a relative sense of being a GI Joe movie. That's like, okay, this kind of sort of has the feel of GI Joe, and there's some good moments in it. It's not great. I think they still could make a good, great GI Joe movie, but they just need to stop being embarrassed that they that they're making a GI Joe movie. It's but, really as simple as this: GI Joe, deal with it. Now, here's, here's the weird thing. If I'm
1: not mistaken, G.I. Joe was optioned by Paramount, correct? Yep. Like, the guys who technically brought you the Avengers. I don't understand why the translation was so hard for them to just say, hey, let's just make a bunch of guys. And, I mean, we can kind of, like you said, like, I mean, I was, I was watching, you know, Wallace Fingerfile today. And I was looking at your, like, oh. These are the guys, like, oh, they're just in army gear with just slight different accents. It's like, y'all couldn't. I mean, and, and the bad guys, like, I mean, maybe you couldn't use the Crimson Twins in their outfits just because it was way too cool. But come on, you got, I mean, like, you, a bunch of bad guys, like, buffed up My, Dr. Mindbender. Like, you can't, these guys, you can't use. Like, you could, I mean, this is one of the few franchises I always like. You guys can't find five? five, I mean, I don't have story one in my head. I did not read 9 million G.I. Joe comic books. But I can come up with a G.I. Joe movie just give me the
0: characters. I mean, I just use the TV show. Yes, the TV show has plenty of 30-minute episodes that you could blow out into a whole two-hour movie just in focus on the characters and Cobra's ridiculously crazy plot to do something outlandish. That's all the, all the G.I. Joe movie really has to be. And yeah. colorful characters, even more colorful bad guys, some cool vehicles. Retaliation had cool vehicles, so it was like, okay, y'all can do this part. Why don't you just color it up a little bit more as opposed to making everything black? It's like, Retaliation was so close, but it was like, mean, <sighs> His don't- tanks were cool. It was like, oh, I mean, you guys, it was almost like, if
1: I don't know if it was because critics buried it so much, but it was like, Guys, you are almost there. You just need to like drill down one more level and yeah. then come up. I mean, you had Jinx in there. You had a Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes battle. You, I mean, it's almost here. Like you had, you had in the first five minutes, you had uh, Cobra Commander getting over on Destro because he betrayed him because he does that all the time. Perfect yeah. start. I <laughs> mean, it's like, look, like, hey, you remember when you tried to screw me over on the Weather Dominator? yeah, okay, stay in in ice for a couple months until I need you. Like, that's... It's sad that they couldn't come up with, like, five great movies about G.I. Joe.
0: It's still not impossible. Channing Tatum was also making the rounds because he apparently, his production company, has the rights to the original Ghost movie, star Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, and Whoopi Goldberg. And... There's at least some consideration of doing an updated version of it. Do you have any interest in seeing a ghost remake? No. But
1: I mean, how i mean, is I know it's like this isn't like this is one of those kind of I don't want to say this it's like one of the original romance kind of movies. But it's kind of it's kind of classic. But you probably I mean I'm sure there are plenty of people in the 60s who said you couldn't remake certain things. Um, like, I mean, I'm sure there are people who said you couldn't remake Dirty Dancing and they were totally proven right. So I'm sure this will work out fine.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. So <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, thanks, but uh, no. I think Ghost is one of those movies you should just leave alone. There's no reason to remake it. Just do another kind of movie.
1: I mean, you—it's—it's no. it's a whole lot of '80s believability yeah. to get that movie to work. Yeah, and we and I, are way too cynical. I mean, because I mean, it's, it's not just us. It's like us is the like our and our parents' generation are ones who watch the movie. The next generation after is way too cynical. Yeah. i'm sorry why, why you, did she live stream it why did she, why didn't she put it on our
0: tiktok oh my gosh
1: all things. it's like you you have to admit if you go the thwart you exactly you have to go in 2020 you can't pull it anywhere else you got to 2020 and uh, you know i don't think that's the way to go boss
0: <laughs> no absolutely not all right so speaking of things that might not be the way to go Antoine Fuqua is going to be directing a Michael Jackson biopic. And it's going to be produced by Graham King, who produced Bohemian *Bohemian Rhapsody. Thoughts? Who
1: also produced Whitney Houston bio that no one saw?
0: <laughs> I, figured it, I figured I didn't need to mention that since no one saw it. <laughs> I want somebody to see my movie. I need, them okay. dance. I need somebody to
1: see my Let movie. Let me say this. If they try and do this, can they at least have a black actor for Michael Jackson? I mean, that's the low bar I want. Can they just have a black actor doing it?
0: See, the real question is, how are they going to do? How would they do a Michael Jackson movie? Would they start off Jackson Five era, or I'm just removed from the Jackson Five, doing my own thing? Just finish off the wall. I got to do Thriller now. I mean, I feel like Michael Jackson's life is so expansive, so huge that. One movie probably wouldn't do it justice. And then you've got all the sticky, icky stuff as well. Do you spend a lot of time on that? Or is this a celebration of the King of Pop's life?
1: I mean, like all right, so like Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm sure I mean it was it was fictionalized of that. If you know all that stuff didn't happen. Like, you know, Freddie Mercury wasn't the one who broke out of queen. It was like, they had to switch that. Um, like, he was too good for him. It wasn't him. With Michael, you, I mean, and they all have to, it's like all of these, you have to take them when they were just starting their little inspirations. like, so that means you have to get Michael Jackson 5. And that means you got to go real Joe Jackson on it. And then you got to get to solo. I mean, like, the Michael's arc is way too complex, I think for a movie and a puff piece definitely because it's like you would have people picketing that probably don't even remember what happened and then they're trying to dig up everything on tiktok trying to figure out what who michael jackson really was i don't i don't think that's going to be a case i think you'd have a better shot technically at doing a prince biofilm where his arc is kind of steady it's just great music and that's it. I think not. Not, the, not a lot
0: of bodies in the closet either.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, if you, I mean, I, I as I, I sent you guys, like I went on a you know a Prince rabbit hole, and then you see some of kind of some <laughs> icky situations. Such it's such like, impossible. You can get around them, and then you know the people who have those icky situations. Or, I mean, they have the, their little drama. I ain't gonna say icky, like they, they got their beef. They can go run the TV circuit, get some you know five minutes back on their name, and 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 call that. <laughs> But I think he's an easier one to do. Like, I mean, I, I just, what I just, I just, I would go with prince. I mean, versus, I mean,
0: like, right. so that's your solution. Okay, I, I'm down with that. Yeah. That that does seem to make a lot more sense than trying and failing so mightily with something that's not going to work. HBO revealed its or had the premiere of its new video game adaptation, The Last of Us, and first episode was great i played that game it is one of my favorites top five of this last or current depending if you've switched over to a playstation 5 yet like i have not this generation so i put that up there god of war resident evil pick one um days gone just there's so many good so many good games for this iteration of the playstation and last of us definitely needs to be on that list And this is one of those like Uncharted where it's kind of, well, can you guys do this well enough that it's going to make sense to do a show? Because the video game really played out like a great movie, a great TV show. What can you guys do to improve on it? And with the first episode, if that's any indication, they've got a good formula. The guy who wrote the game is writing the episode. So it's not a case of somebody who doesn't understand the property. Well, I thought Joel would would do more of this because, yeah, and I thought he just decided to do this because we never really got to see this in the game and I just wanted to go this direction with him. We don't have any of that. It's, it's very true to the game, but stuff is expanded in a way that makes sense. Kind of like how The Walking Dead didn't rush to kill off Shane, spoiler, as fast as he was killed off in the comic book. Stuff gets a little bit more time to breathe. The opening sequence really plays out a lot stronger than the game, just because there's more time to focus on it. And it's really good. Where are you with this? Have you started watching the show? I watched it before we
1: started filming. Perfect. I, I, I mean, like I said last week, I have not played a video game, but that opening was creepy enough. It's like, you know, stuff is not perfect, but it's like that in the background. It's like, ah, oh, what's going on? Ah, we'll just keep looking. We'll it's 2023, it's it, no, it's a 2003. We're just kind of getting coming off stuff, where, you know, it's just life, you know, it's you know, but then it's like, uh, hey, Why grandma. Is grandma moving
0: like that in the background, hey, grandma,
1: <laughs> that was so creepy. We we're like. It's Like when the dog and just always remember if the dog starts barking like that, go inside, yeah, lock when, the door. When the
0: dog is star- staring, like, Yeah, I don't know about this. That trust always trust the animals, folks. Just always trust, the dog. yes. Um, but I it was
1: like one of those things I really liked the acting on in it. And I hope me I mean, it's like, um, Anator from uh Fringe is in it, and I was like, Okay, like, Dude, like I totally didn't recognize that was Anator, yeah, I was like, Okay, like. Um, I mean, you got past, I mean, uh, Pascal, hey, Joe, it's man. like, oh, it's, it's like, okay, we're starting at a very good point. And, you know, and uh, what's your name from um, Game of Thrones? Bella Ramsey. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're, we're starting at least that point. Good. And I think looking at the previews, it's like, this is a really expansive world that we can get into. And it looks like the monsters that are coming are creepy, scary, and like seeing like a random person kind of stuck to a wall, that was that was that was creepy. It's like, so it's like you guys might have this one. I'm not it's like I'm not giving it to you that, yet, but you may have something that could last, especially during the time where like Game of Thrones is. I mean, uh, what is it? Um when well, they like, need another hit, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Like that's that if they can keep that right during that time. I think they're. I mean, HBO is might be racking up some more awards coming award season next year.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really good, and this episode really didn't have a lot of zombie action or infected action, which I thought made it even better because you know it's coming, but they can focus on the characters, set up the premise, and get you ready for the next episode. So, very excited about this.
1: Well, I mean, but when they when they had the infected in there they were very effective because it was like, oh, crap. I mean, it was just like, oh, I mean, like when you see grandma, oh, crap.
0: Yeah, and she's running very
1: quickly. Yeah, it's like the, the, the sprint game with grandma got real good. And when they were in that diner, oh, shoot, you you were like, oh, I, I feel the terror of in, in this scenario. And I think – going forward, even if you don't see that, this isn't like Resident Evil, where it's kind of, ooh, it's like these guys are kind of tail zombie kind of deals. And that's always much more terrifying. Like, you have yes. to be real scared. You have to be real quiet because they're not ooh, lumbering. They're hauling yeah. tail, jumping over stuff. Like, oh, right. okay.
0: The 28 Days Later later Infected. Yeah, it's always scary. So I have some interesting news for you. Now it's too bad the chief isn't here to or Gunner is here. So James Gunn posted on his Twitter account uh, an image of all-star Superman which has some DC fans speculating that Gunn, who's going to be doing the Superman movie might be taking some cues from that story. How excited are you about oh, this? Are man, you where's Gunner? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Like I said, like I, I think All-Star Superman is a very good uplifting version of a Superman, not because like if you you didn't like Cameron Campbell's like so dark, I mean, you know, the Zack Snyder versus um Superman, All-Star Superman is like this dude who's not he's good, you know, he's not always in your face, you know, snapping necks and you know, keep visioning people. Like he's you know, and telling everybody, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry, that was more Smallville, as you can see in the background. <laughs> but I think that's a good story. It, to start with, and it adds in Alexa Luther and ends in, um, I'm trying to think, maybe has Pizarro in it. I don't know if we take all of that, but you keep the much more uplifting Superman. So it's like, if you want to go with dark Batman, that's cool. You have somebody to play off versus everybody in this real dark, Crappy world. So, if they want to start there, I think that's a good starting point, and see. And I'd like to see where they go from there.
0: Okay, so Gunn also raised some eyebrows online by saying, "Yeah, he he loved to work with Dave batista Chris Pratt in the DC universe." Which, which just no real thinking about it. What characters do you think would work best for them in DC?
1: Uh, Chris Pratt um I don't know I'm trying I'm trying to think in my head but like, because Dave Dave Batista is like he's, he wants to do something he always wants to do something different than the last one I, I mean I don't know I'm I I'm I, I mean my head's saying Solomon Grundy but that's not right
0: uh I I think hmm. I'm thinking parasite for Batista he could be a cool parasite, cause it, yeah,
1: cause he could start off like very like, hey, you know, Rudy just you know, hey, I'm okay, down, I'm a you know, lunca, okay, you know, things is you know, life is life, but then comes into I don't know if he, I, I, I and mean, then comes into parasite. I don't know if he's gonna feel like you know, going through all the makeup and stuff, but depending yeah, who, who you CGI-ed get, it now it's no problem. It's like depending on who your uh,
0: Superman is. Like I think that could be a good good matchup, and for Chris Pratt. What the character that came immediately to mind that's going to require a little bit of facial hair is Green Arrow. I think he could play Green Arrow pretty well. Green Arrow? Maybe. Uh what about Green Lantern? <laughs> well, that, that could work too. He could do Hal Jordan for real. Yeah, I think,
1: think that probably I guess
0: he wouldn't have to change up his hair too much either.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that probably. I like yeah. your idea. Let's let's go with Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. It's Hal Jordan. Yeah. Very good. all right. Good deal. So I like how that worked out. Yeah. Um, this whole WWE thing is going even crazier. Oh, what thing, Jeffrey? Oh, you know Vince doing a full-on Godfather Game of Thrones hostile takeover <laughs> of his company so he can sell it and get paid. That thing
1: again. When this is like kind of anybody doesn't know shareholder, you know, legation. I mean, or just like stocks. It's like the owner can always do what they want. The majority shareholder can always do what they want. So, oh, I'm resigning means absolutely nothing. Like Elon Musk, when he says, oh, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be his Twitter CEO. It's like, but the CEO has got to come talk to me before he does anything. And that's basically what Vince is kind of big dog, you know, and said, hey, I am, I'm now, you pushed me out. Ha ha. That was so funny. Guess what I'm going to do. Sell the whole dang thing. And I'm going to get rid of you guys before I sell. It. And no matter all the nicety it says, Oh yeah, I always will love this company. It's like, no, you don't. You hate it. You, you actually, th- you thought you could actually take it to new heights and actually make it something that people want to watch. And then your father, father-in-law said, don't care. Now you cut out the will. Suck it kids. Um, I don't think probably the, I mean, I've, I've, I've read it's like talent's not happy. Stephanie and Hunter, you sure know are kind of like, we were actually doing stuff and this, and the, as they say the old man really just kind of came in there and just sabotaged us all. And it's like, and it's like, and I'm sure on some level, like, we thought we were getting at least have the opportunity to buy it. Like he did from his father.
0: Or he was going to give
1: it to us because he's, you know, what else do you have? Your legacy is nothing other than, you know, this has been a family company. And now you're like,
0: I don't care. So what have you heard on the street? I mean, that's the biggest street news. I mean, it's just crazy and ridiculous how this is playing out. And it's really interesting. And I'm curious what the reaction to the fans when Vince finally shows up on camera again, will be, are they going to be, Oh, it's the, it's, it's, Mr. McMahon, or they're going to be like, this dude screwed up all our fun. Again, I'm thinking you're going to hear some dubbed-in cheers. Uh, but I
1: think that's what you're going to see. I mean, you're going to see
0: people like, hey, go, go to camera one. Move that camera. Like, yeah, Go to camera 19, the one from back in Attitude Era, where people are like, excited go, to see him. Go to the actual one where we actually paid the people to be here. Okay, stay there. Like, and, and we're talking about wrestling, so of course, it'd be weird not to address the real tragic death of jay briscoe um i got into roh really late you know after so many of their stars like aj styles samoa joe etc cetera, etc cetera, left and because our our stations over here just didn't get it and when they finally did one of the first matches i saw was the briscoe's and i was like oh these guys are actually living up to all the height of oh. Reno everybody's saying how great they were and they were really good and Jay Briscoe could cut some great promos that guy was just I feel like so often these guys feel like they're reading the script and they don't really believe it themselves but I felt like Jay Briscoe his character was dialed in and locked in and just like oh man this dude is serious I love it it felt like old school promos where the wrestlers made you believe in their characters and you cared about their matches because they were so authentic and his, his matches were fun. The Briscoe matches, you know, when they're tag teaming. And I told you that they just had this great trilogy with FTR and really good series of matches. And, you know, it kind of sucks because that's like the last big time high profile thing we've seen them in. And, you know, they got the the, the big win over FTR and a double dog collar match. So it was like this big triumphant moment. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan was like, yeah, we're about to bring ROH back, and they're going to be, of course, the centerpiece of the promotion. It's just the whole thing sucks. And yeah, it's just really bad, because I really enjoyed his work and reading all these tributes from the different wrestlers. They just said how great he was as a family man and a guy behind the scenes. So it's just really crappy situation. Yeah. It's like some
1: of them of think of these guys as a, I mean actors but it's like when you see it's like the actor was you were like I believe this guy's character was really good and what they put in I mean both sides behind in front of the camera were really good and then you hear behind the scene that they were even a better person it's like it's even worse because you're like you, you know this world has way too many bad people sticking around and then anytime you hear about a good person going y'all you get sad so I'm I'm sad to see uh, Jamin uh, that he's left us
0: yeah all right, so now, in a very particular segue, it's time to talk about some crazy people. Who's your nominees for Dummy of the Week?
1: Uh, I was actually just speaking with one of my friends who's a Jets fan, um, and my Dummy of the Week is Jets management or whoever thinks Nathaniel Hackett should be sniffing a hey, I mean a coaching job in the NFL. The guy was only good because of Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. He's not good. I'm sorry. Like he it's just not. It's like his I mean, like his Matt LaFleur's brother got fired from the job. So you're gonna call the guy probably who was right behind him and call him? Like, no, this is like, Candidate like you, guys and the recycled candidate coaching era, Y'all can't find better than this. Like this is a guy who couldn't figure out. Oh, should I call a run? Oh, oh, shit. Should- hey, you know what we should do for that two hundred fifty million kick a field goal. Like yeah, that's, that's like, this is a guy you want to be asking. Hey, what do we do for second and uh, second and fifteen? Run. I don't. I don't know. Like you want him sniffing anything. So Robert Sala, for you even thinking about calling that guy up a year removed, he needs to go in he needs to go in coaching purgatory to think about his life before he even sniffs another good job. Maybe high school football, but pro, not a chance. So for anyone thinking Nathaniel Hackett should be anywhere near a coaching job next year is a dummy of my of the week for me.
0: Very good. My my choice again needs to stick with football. Um and I'm not quite sure if I would go with Brandon Staley for letting a 27-point lead evaporate and forgetting, hey, I can also uh, choose run plays on my Madden play seat, and I can run the ball and run the clock out here. I could do that. Or Mike McCarthy for sticking with a kicker who missed four extra points. That's a special kind of me learning how to play the new Madden kind of extra point kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, <laughs> i got wait. even mad i was like well, what the why did they change the kicking mechanism up again i mean so, did you see why the kicker was kicking him
1: every time it was like hey you're going from the left hash and you're kicking him right." me switch it up i don't know, just you know try something different
0: i got it coach i got it yes and <laughs> i think my my choice for dummies of the week are the cowboys fans at Raymond James Stadium, wherever Tampa Bay plays, if it's still Raymond James or if they got bought out somewhere. Channing, we want the Niners. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, you
1: guys only won last year because you didn't let that, you let your foot off the points of the 21 points you had them up by at halftime. I'm sure that, I'm sure that won't happen again.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that won't happen again either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure like, that will happen
1: yeah, again. Let, hey, we, you know who we after losing to the to the commanders,
0: we should play one of the hottest team in the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay limped into the playoffs. Now Ooh. they're feeling good about themselves again.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah. You might yeah. have put Brady into retirement, but that's gonna be the highlight of this season. And
0: I'm really upset about it because I, I wanted the Niners to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, you know, then no matter what, they still would say, you know, Brady might come
0: here next year. Yeah, you're, you're right. That would have been a whole week of that and have been just annoying as opposed to them saying the Cowboys really do have a chance. They do. They've got a Vince McMahon chance. All right, bro, shot. Thank you as always. Wait, 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 wait. I forgot. We got We got a few minutes left. Let's talk the circle. <laughs> all right what you got i'm gonna need the show to stop putting in people with it's so late in the thing. i need them to put like 16 people in the circle at one time or bring people in four at a time not these two weeks deals where two new people come in and they can't get eliminated they can't get blocked this week so sorry because what happens is the late late comers nobody cares enough to block them and they feel bad for blocking a new person. So it's like, eh, whatever. And they just hang around for no good reason. Like Oliver and Samira. Like, they're just here. Because no one cares. They haven't done enough. no one's going to gonna vote for them to win the whole thing. And like, I was exactly. like, it was like last year
1: where one latecomer, he got basically, I don't know, I mean, like a, the season one's husband. Like, he got pretty late because he, but he was actually doing things. But yeah. the rest of them, this just like, are just gonna be like yeah we know who's gonna win like oh I, I can make a big move no you can't, you can't. You have it's no
0: impossible chance. so for newcomers to make a big move to do anything the way the show set up yeah. and i just need them to start putting more people in earlier and not having you know do two blocks a night or whatever but this whole deal where it's like ah we got new people but we can't block them yeah. are you caught up until today's season finale no, I, I have like, I think I,
1: I got women like Oliver and Tamara got. I mean, Oliver came in, but that after that, I'm, I'm just like, you guys have no shots. So it's like, put in like six, like say 16 or like a good core 10, and then just like, all right, each in 16 is probably your max. Like, so, hey, 16 is it. There may be some catfishes running around, but yeah. give the guy, and they have to, and it's like the latecomers have to start basically weak three the latest and then I, if if the show's
0: um uh, six weeks the latest they come in is week three that's it because yeah. they have no chance otherwise absolutely and next week we'll talk more in detail after you and i both watched the season finale of the circle and we're gonna talk some married at first sight because oh my gosh you were right all right <laughs> so this time for real thank you so much for rolling with me bro thank you all out there for watching and listening this episode of allows movie files has been filed